chapter twenty seven of gargantua and pantagruel book two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by martin geeson gargantua and pantagruel book two by francois rabelais translated by sir thomas urquhart of cromarty and peter anthony motteux chapter twenty seven how pantagruel set up one trophy in memorial of their valour and panurge another in remembrance of the hares how pantagruel likewise with his farts begat little men and with his fisks little women and how panurge broke a great staff over two glasses before we depart hence said pantagruel in remembrance of the exploit that you have now performed i will in this place erect a fair trophy then every man amongst them with great joy and fine little country songs set up a huge big post whereunto they hanged a great cuirassier's saddle the frontstall of a barbed horse bridle bosses pulley-pieces for the knees stirrup-leathers spurs stirrups a coat of mail a corslet tempered with steel a battle-axe a strong short and sharp horseman's sword a gauntlet a horseman's mace gushet armour for the armpits leg harness and a gorget with all the other furniture needful for the decorment of a triumphant arch in sign of a trophy and then pantagruel for an eternal memorial wrote this victorial ditton as followeth <coughs> here was the prowess made apparent of four brave and valiant champions of proof who without any arms but wit at once like fabius or the two scipions burned in a fire six hundred and threescore crab-lice strong rogues ne'er vanquished before by this each king may learn rook pawn and knight that slight is much more prevalent than might for victory as all men see hangs on the ditty of that committee where the great god hath his abode nor doth he it to strong and great men give but to his elect as we must believe therefore shall he obtain wealth and esteem who thorough faith doth put his trust in him whilst pantagruel was writing these foresaid verses panurge halved and fixed upon a great stake the horns of a roebuck together with the skin and the right forefoot thereof the ears of three leverets, the chine of a coney, the jaws of a hare, the wings of two bustards, the feet of four queest doves, a bottle or borracho full of vinegar, 
a horn wherein to put salt a wooden spit a larding stick a scurvy kettle full of holes a dripping pan to make sauce in an earthen salt cellar and a goblet of beauvais then in imitation of pantagruel's verses and trophy wrote that which followeth here was it that far jovial blades sat down to a profound carousing and to crown their banquet with those wines which please best great bacchus the monarch of their drinking state then were the reins and furch of a young hare with salt and vinegar displayed there of which to snatch a bit or two at once they all fell on like hungry scorpions for the inventories of defensories say that in heat we must drink neat all out and of the choicest stuff but it is bad to eat of young hare's flesh unless with vinegar we it refresh receive this tenet then without control that vinegar of that meat is the soul then said pantagruel come my lads let us be gone we have stayed here too long about our victuals for very seldom doth it fall out that the greatest eaters do the most martial exploits there is no shadow like that of flying colours no smoke like that of horses no clattering like that of armour at this epistemon began to smile and said <laughs> there is no shadow like that of the kitchen no smoke like that of pasties and no clattering like that of goblets unto which answered panurge there is no shadow like that of curtains no smoke like that of women's breasts and no clattering like that of bollocks then forthwith rising up he gave a fart a leap and a whistle and most joyfully cried out aloud Hop. ever live pantagruel when pantagruel saw that he would have done as much but with the fart that he let the earth trembled nine leagues about wherewith and with the corrupted air <coughs> he begot above three hundred and fifty thousand little men ill-favoured dwarfs and with one feast that he let he made as many little women crouching down as you shall see in divers places which never grow but like cow's tails downwards or like the limousin radishes round how now said panurge are your farts so fertile and fruitful by here be brave farted men and feasked women let them be married together 
they will beget fine hornets and doorflies so did pantagruel and called them pygmies those he sent to live in an island thereby where since that time they are increased mightily but the cranes make war with them continually against which they do most courageously defend themselves for these little ends of men and dandy prats whom in scotland they call whip handles and noughts of a tar barrel are commonly very testy and choleric the physical reason whereof is because their heart is near their spleen at this same time panurge took two drinking-glasses that were there both of one bigness and filled them with water up to the brim and set one of them upon one stool and the other upon another placing them about one foot from one another then he took the staff of a javelin about five foot and a half long and put it upon the two glasses so that the two ends of the staff did come just to the brims of the glasses this done he took a great stake or billet of wood and said to pantagruel and to the rest my masters behold how easily we shall have the victory over our enemies for just as i shall break this staff here upon these glasses without either breaking or crazing of them nay which is more without spilling one drop of the water that is within them even so shall we break the heads of our dipsodes without receiving any of us any wound or loss in our person or goods ah but that you may not think there is any witchcraft in this hold said he to eusthenes strike upon the midst as hard as thou canst with this log eusthenes did so and the staff broke in two pieces and not one drop of the water fell out of the glasses then said he i know a great many such other tricks let us now therefore march boldly and with assurance End of chapter 27